Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess, episode 4. This time around, we've watched the people under the stairs. In every neighborhood, there's one house the adults whisper about and children run across the street to avoid. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I am Brett. I'm Chris. He is Chris. And like I said, this time around we watched The People Under the Stairs. I am a big, big fan. I watched it when I was younger, and I didn't watch it for about 10 years and found it at Walmart and realized how uh, racially insensitive it really was. Yeah, yeah. It's some sweet 90s portrayal of African-American culture. Stereotypes. I mean, am I right? <clears throat> so, we open up with the sister doing the, uh, the tarot card reading. We learned that this poor little bastard kid's name is Fool. Yeah, that's a very unfortunate nickname. Yeah, I, I'd be upset if that's what I was called on a regular basis. I mean, I've been called some shit, but... And it's Fool. It's not Foo. It's not like, hey, Fool. No, you'd think it'd be Fool, but... It's Fool. Poor because shit. when they talk, they say the whole word like this. <laughs> so we established more or less that they're a, uh, a poor African-American family. Very stereotypically in the ghetto with oppressive landlords and a sick mama. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty uh, stock. Then when you think it can't get stereotypical enough, enter Leroy and his hat. And his hat. His hat should get its own credit in the film. Leroy is in this movie. I like him. So Leroy and Fool, they're kind of discussing that uh, the whole bad situation between uh, with mama and the ghetto and they ain't got no money and stuff. And Leroy comes up with a reasonable plan that these rich people that own everything in town have a gold coin collection. Yeah, you have the balloons. I mean, they're in that, fashion. Does, do, do you guys still do that? I personally I'd imagine we do. have pretty wealthy listeners. I know I have a large collection of gold doubloons and blunderbusses and other you such. You are a fucking lie. Doubloons are money and a blunderbuss, I think, is like an elephant gun. I have I have several. You ain't got neither. I haven't. I don't. Fuck off. So, uh, so Leroy says we're going to get these coins, right? We're going to set these guys straight. We're going to stick it to the man. We're going to cure cancer with whatever money they get because that's how it works. And they're going to pay the rent forever. So uh, they go to leave. And we see all the druggies in the hallway. Leroy's kind of a dick. He's pretty hard on poor Fool. Fool has it hard enough. His name is Fool. Life was hard on him, man. It's not his fault. He's just, he's just playing the hand he was dealt. I like when uh, Fool's explaining to Mama... That when he's about getting the money, and he tells her, you're going to get a Cadillac for each foot, because it makes any kind of goddamn sense. None of it makes sense. Enter the parents. We see Dad eating a bird carcass, presumably bird, with a uh, very large serrated knife, probably a combat or survival knife. It's and a definite he's, carcass. Uh, picking out buckshot. Really big buckshot, yeah. I just want to say. And he, oh, yeah, dude, we're talking like, what, blueberry-sized buckshot? Yeah, it's serious buckshot. I mean, isn't, isn't that why they call it pepper in your ass? Because it's buckshot's usually small? Yeah, normally. These things are mm. fucking sizable, though. They're like the, the slugs of buckshot. I can't imagine if you shot a bird with a shotgun shell of that nature, if there would be much bird left to eat later. I like to shoot birds with deer slugs. Oh, that seems sporting. What, are you going to eat it? I do. I love pigeon. <laughs> you like the diseases that pigeons give you. There's a difference. Fair I enough. told you I'll give you those diseases. I've already got them because all the pigeons I keep eating. Yeah, not because I gave them to you. They are dirty little rats with wings, they are. 
They are delicious, though. So, uh, yeah, we get the, uh, we get the family, we get to see the, uh, perpetually terrified and rightfully so daughter, because she just kind of gets screamed at and hit a lot. Kind of has a life like the kid from The Stuff. They should hook up. <laughs> hey, that's the sequel. That's the sequel. The Stuff Under the Stairs. <laughs> the Stuff Under the Stairs. They couldn't get it Because them lit. kids procreated. Keep an eye out for my Kickstarter campaign to fund <laughs> The Stuff Under the Stairs. The stuff Under the Stairs, because we don't fuck around. So, uh, yeah, we see, uh, they're done eating dinner. Well, Dad's done with his carcass, and they go to, uh, retrieve the poor beaten daughter's food, and she's lost her fork, and this is a goddamn meltdown. This is just bad. But fortunately, a hand from the vent hands her her fork, and all is better than it was. As good as it's getting for this poor chick. Yeah, because this girl has, she's got a bad life. No good will come from it. So, enter, uh, enter Spencer with Leroy and Fool, and, uh... They come by to case the house, and at first they try to send in the boy with the with the Bear Troop 44 hat. Because if I saw some kid come up to me with Bear Troop 44, I'd be like, wow, that's an organization that exists, and it's probably real. Yeah, totally. I wouldn't think anything was up, especially when he comes up to my back door, because that's where the kids usually yep. go. Yep. Back door. They have to go through, da 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 They have to go back around through the fucking grotto, and yeah. So he tries to play it off like he has to pee. Mine can't let him pee. And uh, I think they're racist, maybe a little. They're kind of everythingist, but we'll get into that later. <clears throat> so, while the kid is a fool, I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep calling him kid. That's racist. I should be more respectable and call him fool because that's that's where it, it, Shut up, Chris! God bless. Always getting on my shit, people. If you guys knew what I had to deal with to do this. Ugh. It's true. Mean. Meaner than hell. So, kid sees beaten child, Alice, in the, uh, the window and gains some curiosity. Try to sell the lady the cookie. He even says that I have to pee. Can I please come in your house to pee? And she says, you can piss your pants, you filthy little ethnic urchin. That's paraphrased, not a direct quote. It's paraphrased? Yeah. How many W's are in that one? Please don't make fun of my impediment. <laughs> I'm, I'm very sorry. sensitive. Fearings. So yeah, he couldn't case the house. So uh, Spencer's like, I've got a better plan. He dresses up as the gas company. And, uh, what's she do? She sees this big skull ring. Yeah, because Now, I, would, you, I, would you automatically assume that because a guy had a skull ring that he wasn't the gas man? I always assume that a guy with a skull ring is up to no good and after my gold doubloons. Really? Yeah, totally. Well, I don't worry about it. You, you don't just, have gold doubloons. You don't know the kind of fear. You don't have blunderbusses either. I have several. You have We've none. discussed my blunderbuss. We've discussed the fact that you ain't fucking got them because I'm pretty sure they're elephant guns. Look them up on Wikipedia, people. Write us to our emails. And tell us what a blunderbuss is, because Chris is dumb as shit. God. That's, that is an inaccurate statement. I have a surplus of blunderbuss. I have a blunderbuss surplus. Blunderbuss surplus. Yeah, I just wanted to say that. You're a poet and didn't even know it. I'm pretty great. No. No. Yeah, Spencer, he's a... He's the gas man. He's a shitty cod man. Yeah. Fool, fool warns him that she got x-ray eyeballs. So Spencer goes in the house, and what do you do after you let the guy that you don't think is the gas man into your house? Murder him. You leave, unexpectedly. Oh, I'd murder him. Well, I would too, but for the movie's sake, we can't We can't do oh, all that. sorry. Do you know what I mean? I hear what you are saying. Do you feel me, dog? Word. Or if they saw me twitch. Yeah, totally. This is a visual medium. So they're, uh, they're waiting on Spencer. That's no good. It's been too long. So they decide to go into the house because Leroy has that hat. And they go into the house, and um, very difficult how to. If if I went to a house and it was that secure, I wouldn't go with all the automatic slamming doors and 
I have a theory. Oh, good. Now hear me out. I, I don't think... have another option. There's nobody else in the garage, and I can't just stare at the door. Hey, this is our recording studio, thank you. Garage. I theorize that the hat is actually an alien brain parasite mm-hmm. that causes Leroy to act in the most stereotypical black guy way possible. So how would he be without the hat? He was a refined scholar. Right. Who likes to drink fine scotch and talk about works of literature from days gone by. Like Mike Tyson? Nah. Well, maybe a little, but without the face tattoos and tendency to bite off ears. Not for a couple of weeks. Uh, Everybody's got their vices, Chris. I suppose that is... Vodka and Red Bull! It tastes like... We're supposed to ask what we're drinking. Oh. You damn dummy. I also drank vodkas and Red Bull. He finished his, too. Look at her. She did good finishing his drink. So, uh, Fool and Leroy get in, and, uh... Leroy sees, uh, no, my bad, Fool spots Leroy's, uh, his stuff that he had, and he thinks this is suspicious, because why, <laughs> who leaves their stuff laying around? It was Spencer's stuff. And then a 7,000-pound dog appears, and it's no good. Fool informs this dog to enrage him and trick him into running under him that his mother sleeps with cats. And this dog gets so pissed about this remark that it's like he could hear him and comprehend what he said. I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. It was a, it was a real little kid thing to say, right? Yo, mama sleeps with cats! Because that's probably what I would do. Oh, no, you didn't. I remember when I was a 12-year-old black kid. That would often <laughs> I was be... born a poor black child. <laughs> that's not racist, guys. Watch The Jerk. We'll never cover it because it's not a horror movie, but what I said was not racist. But everything that Chris says, even when it seems like it isn't racist, isn't racist. Yeah, only racist people think things are racist. God. You bunch of racists. Hate crime. So, uh, what were we doing again? Movie! Movie. Dog. Movie. Cats. Movie. Dog sleeps with cats. Fool Leroy outsmarts the dog. Good job, guys. And they start, uh, they start looking around the house. And Fool hears a ruckus. So he hears this ruckus and he kinda earballs it until he finds it. Get it? It's like looking with your ears. Ah! You don't get it. Comedy gold. True. So he, uh, sees a rather unsettling sight. Of uh, Spencer's now bloodied clipboard and uh, identification card, I believe it is. And decides he's going to uh, get into the basement. Well, he finds a dead Spencer, but that's not the biggest concern. Behind a uh, system of, what, Timbatoos, I guess, he sees a bunch of goddamn monsters. The titular. T-puts, as I call them. The people under the stairs. Even though they are not under the stairs. No, they're not under the stairs. None of them are under the stairs. There's never anything under the they're stairs. They're like under the rest of the house. It should be the people under the rest of the house. Be the people in the goddamn basement. What kind of movie have you got us watching, Chris? This was not my suggestion. Oh, sure, Brett picked it. That's why it's his fault. Yep, that is literally the only outcome of that statement. I never thought about it that way. <sighs> be sad. But we've digressed. So, you know, we got all this. This is this has got to be a lot for this kid to take in, too. He's a bear scout, troop scout, 42, whatever. He just wanted to sell some cookies. He found dead spin. He wants gold motherfucking coins. He wasn't trying to sell no cookies. The cookies was a trick. A rouge. Oh. <laughs> I over-enunciated all that. And he had to pee, but he was not trying. This is not the result of trying to sell some cookies. It's because his mom is dying, Chris. Will you grow a goddamn soul? Nope. Why are you so heartless? Reasons. See, this, this 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 is why Chris is usually the one. This is what happened on the movie. And I'm the one saying stupid bullshit all the time. But Chris is just mean. 
I feel no thing. <laughs> no thing. So Spencer, the bastard, had a gold coin in his hand. He was trying to snake them motherfuckers, I think. Really? I do. I put no thought into why he had a gold coin, I'll be honest. Because he was trying to have it? Well, yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did have it, so I would assume that was I mean, watch, this is a box of smokes, right? If I want to have it, I pick it up when I don't want it. I don't pick it up. He wanted to have it to take it. Because he's white and he wants to steal from the... How do I say this sensitively? He would steal it from other white people. The blacks. Oh, that was good. No, he took it from the whites so that the blacks couldn't have it. Oh. Why am I in charge today? That's a fair question. This is a poor plane. We're gonna... Don't go away, you nine guys that like us. We're not racist. We're just funny. There's the difference. You don't even know. So the uh, Spencer's dead and the people under the stairs, I think if I remember correctly, uh, take him away for dinner. That's good eating. Spencer is delicious. So poor beaten Alice saves the day because, you know, fool's what? They don't really say, but he's probably, what, like 10? So you go downstairs, you see a dead guy and a bunch of fucking monsters under the house. You're going to run. Of course the basement door is locked because all the doors are automatically locking doors because they're a bunch of, these people are neat. Alice unlocks the door for fool. He's like, oh man, there's some little white girl at the door. And Alice looks, uh... She just looks scared throughout the entire movie. I don't think she ever really looks happy. What would you? I mean, she's not had a good life. Oh, what if you enjoy being struck? I mean... I'm not saying I don't. I'm just saying she obviously didn't. Maybe she just expresses herself differently, Chris. Did you ever think... Maybe not everybody's Chris. Yeah, I... I Did we think about that? Painfully aware of how many people are not me. (laughs) Thank God there ain't no more used. So, uh, at this point the mom comes home, which is no good. Nothing about either one of the parents are good. I can't say any more just yet. And Fool comes upon Leroy, and he appears to be deceased. He has his head shoved in a vent and is not moving. Did you think he was dead? If you hadn't ever seen the movie before? I assumed that something had befallen him. Yeah, That something poor had happened. But nope, he's just hanging out with his head in the fucking vent. Like you do when you're breaking and entering. I'm breaking into this house, I might as well... Do like an ostrich and hide my head and hope that they don't see the rest of me. I mean, when I hypothetically break into a house... <laughs> when I hypothetically be an E... The first thing I like to do is make sure I have I no never went clue. to court for shit. Hey, it only counts if you're convicted. Woo! No, you didn't. It's only illegal when you get caught. True. So, uh, a little panic ensues between the, uh, the mom coming home and Leroy being the jumpiest motherfucker in the history of jumpy motherfuckers. Because I think Fool comes up and says, Hey, Leroy. Ah! And Leroy panics and loses his goddamn mind and screams at Fool. So he tells Leroy that Spencer's dead. And I don't think Leroy, if I remember correctly, really seems to care. No, not really. Why would you? I mean, there's Spencer. He had a skull ring. Fuck him. Charge to the game, baby. Yep. So they decide that this is all too much. So they go to book it. And they grab the doorknob. And what do you think they grab? Hilarious uh, cartoon-style electric doorknob. Severe electric shock. I, 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 and everything. Somebody got like, home alone in my horror movie. Oh, no, he didn't. So, uh, so, yeah. So that shows back up. In full bondage gear. And kills Leroy. I think he shot him in the face. Pretty sure he shot him. He shot him. He shot the hell out of him. I think he shot him in the skull. In his skull bits. Bull runs from Dad, and he hides in the pisser. That's where uh, the beaten daughter is. But they have a pretty nice little back and forth that makes everything we've said not sound quite so insensitive. To which Fool remarks, 
you've never seen a brother before? And poor, stupid, innocent, naive, beaten Alice says, I don't have any brothers. The fool's like, nah, a black dude. And these are quotes. Back me up, Chris, so they don't call the... National Racism Hotline? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a thing, wasn't it? Yes, that occurs in the film. It did. That's, that's exactly what he said, too. So, this, at this point, the uh, Alice explains that the uh, the people under the house... Sorry the name of the movie was wrong. Chris corrected it because he's Chris and he's omnipotent and shit. I'm better than you. He's better than everyone. You heard him, not me. I'm on the same level as you guys. I like you guys. You guys are cool. Chris, he's like, six viewers. I'm better than them. Puny humans. Viewers. So, uh... So Alice kind of explains the, uh, the story behind the people under the house. And how are the, the bad children? They're all boys. None of the boys were any good because they're always hearing evil. Some saw evil. Some may have spoke evil. Stupid boys. Boys with their evil, concentrated evil. God knows what you're doing in there. Touching himself. Uh, presumably. That's what he's doing. Don't presume shit. Just let, wait till I say it. You know I'm gonna. So, we got Bondage Dad. And he is Roach. And what do you do when you hear a guy with no tongue running around in the house and you're wearing your uh, full head-to-toe leather bondage ring get up with your shotgun? Make a series of questions about the choices you've made in life up until that point? Nah. Indiscriminately shoot holes in the wall. Because how else are you going to get him? So during all this, there's a ring at the doorbell. Now this sounds a lot like your personal life, not to bring personal lives into this, but you're often, you know, castrating and cutting off the tongues of young men and putting them in your garage and... Striking your nine-year-old daughter. You gotta keep them somewhere. Now, what would you do when you're... What, what, I'm sorry, let me rephrase. What do you do when you're running around in your full bondage gear, shooting indiscriminately into the walls with a shotgun, and then... And what do you think happens? The doorbell rings. What do you do, Chris? How do you... Let's wrap. What's the 411? Hypothetically? Is it jiggy? Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Just like last Tuesday. I gotta ice a cop. <laughs> you gotta shoot a cop in the face. I'm not saying Slaughterhouse Princess condones shooting police officers. But I, I got a basement full of mangled boys that I gotta <laughs> keep out of the eyes of the public. <laughs> oh. John Law, he don't like all them cut up kids I got in the basement. So you shoot them. Hypothetical kids. <laughs> Hypothetical. Ah! We don't shoot cops. Yet. So, uh... Dad finds Fool in the bathroom with his daughter, and that's all wrong, because Mom snatches up Alice, and they go off camera. Then I'm pretty sure that Fool snatches up the, uh, the back of the fucking toilet seat and overhands Dad with it. That's pretty cool. Fool, sure, Fool likes to hurt people. Now, Chris, when you hit people with the backs of toilets... Like you do. Like you do. You, not me, guys. I'm peaceful. Chris is violent. I generally, they don't die instantly from the severe amount of trauma mm-hmm. that, that one would incur from that. Mm-hmm. Their necks are all made out of titanium. Everyone's? Yep. Did you hear that, guys? Your necks are invincible. What you can do is hunker down and run headfirst into a brick wall as fast as possible. If you die, tell your family members to sue Chris Reynolds at 123 Any Street, Town, USA, 12345. Yeah, that should stand up in court. Roach doesn't have a tongue. Spectacular. So Alice, she's, uh, this life of hers has kind of got her a little, a little tweaked, let's say. And she makes dolls of all the victims. Somebody's got to remember. Right. 
I like to think she listens to Sarah McLachlan while she makes them. Like that sad song on that dog commercial I see on the TV that I roll my eyes at. You don't throw nickels at your television because that lesbian told you to? Uh, no. I'm always throwing nickels at lesbians. True. Not even the pretty ones, like the ones with the... Like the real ones, not the like ones you see. Like, they get fades. <laughs> <laughs> they get fades, and they like they have flannel jackets that are cut all jagged on purpose so it shows off their guns. And they've got barbed wire tattoos. That's hot. So, uh... Oh, hell, I've gotten all out of whack here. Oh, yeah, they got busted in the bedroom. That's where we were. So, there's a bunch of blood on the floor. Mom snatches up Alice and slings her into a puddle of fucking blood and says, Do your chores! That's a direct quote, too, by the way, guys. You guys should really listen to my overall opinion of this movie at the end of the podcast. (laughs) See? Seamless. Perfect. Perfect. So, Alice gets thrown into the, uh, the blood, and then... If you guys watch this movie, you might think there's something wrong with me, if you don't already. My f- real close to favorite part of this movie is when Alice gets thrown into the scalding bathtub. That scene is just fucked up. If you like to be bothered by things, which I don't judge your lifestyle, so you don't judge my lifestyle. It's not the most enjoyable scene I've it's ever seen. It's pretty unpleasant, because she gets picked up dressed and all. Mom's screaming at her, she got blood on her dress, the... Water looks like it's at a nice piping 192 degrees. It's good for young skin. Pretty rough scene, but I mean, we're, we, we watch horror movies, guys. I mean, we don't watch... When we say good scenes, we usually mean awful, awful things that happen to people. It's certainly not the Lion King we're watching. Oh, we need Sean to do that. He does it better. Stupid fuck. So while Alice is in her uh, boiling tub trying to get old boy's blood off of her, Bull gets slung in with the uh, people under the house. Another one of my favorite scenes where Roach uh, Roach kind of pops up with Spencer's head and is mimicking human speech and dancing around with his decapitated head. Like you do. Like you do. That's what I would do if I had no tongue and lived under the house forever. I'd be like, oh, decapitated head is time for fun. Let's get her done. Get our done indeed. So, so they do that. They get out. They get in the stove. I think Roach kind of gets them into the stove. And when they're in the stove, a few things get revealed to us. One, Roach was shot. That kind of sucked. And uh, Roach also shows Fool. Hands him the coins. The coin collection. Yeah. This is what we're going for from six minutes deep into the movie was the coin collection. And with his dying uh, finger movements... He writes Alice in the soot and points up. And then Roach dies. And no one cared. Yeah, not really. Nope, not a bit. Actually, no, Chris called me ballin'. I don't know what to do! Nothing makes sense anymore. So. <laughs> Nothing is everything at all, but it's black. So, uh, so we got our boy, Fool, climbing up in through the, uh, the heating ducts. And old Prince sniffs him out. Fool here is dad and Alice. Fool pops out and hits dad right in the balls. How many times have you been hitting the balls, Chris? Approximately 17. Really? Yeah. Like, are you guessing? Yeah. This is no time for facts. Like, out of out of anger? Out of anger? Like, not just your buddies, like, sack tapping you, but, like, somebody punching you in the balls because you pissed them off. Yeah, I'm going to go with 17 still. Wow, really? Yeah. There's only, like, three or four for me. I'm a terrible human being. What was the most recent one? Uh, the most recent one was an unintentional headbutt from my darling daughter. 
one day. Oh, yeah, she does like to hurt parts. So, uh, Dad decides that since they're in there and he got punched in the balls, he's going to take his revenge and does probably one of the nastiest things you'll ever see in a horror movie. To smoke him out of the chimney. Sets Roach's body on fire. Now, a regular healthy human being, burning and the stink will be awful. So imagine Roach, who's, how would you say Roach is? Somewhere between like 17 and 25? Yeah. He ain't too young, ain't too old? When's the last time you think he had a bath? Uh, I couldn't even speculate. So, I mean, I don't know how many times you guys have smelled a clean burning body, but it certainly does not smell good. Wait, how many times have you smelled him? Ask Chris how he knows. Hypothetically. Yeah. My attorney has advised me not to comment on that. A dirty, burning body with fucking stink and is nasty. Gross. That is a pretty pretty effective way to get someone out of your heating system, though. I can't think of a better way. If there's a better way, I don't want to know. No, hell though. I mean, burning two bodies? That's not very economical. So they, uh... They don't even really seem to be phased by the stink. That kind of bothers me. They have bigger fish to fry. You think? Oh, yeah. I'd imagine at this point not being dead. Wouldn't you... Alright, guys, what do you guys know about this? Wouldn't a burning body just kind of, like, poison you and make you vomit uncontrollably and not be able to scale the heating ducts anymore? Yeah, but you have to take into account the adrenaline of the situation. I don't know. A dirty burning body. And you're getting all of it. I would think that would trump adrenaline. Mm. I'm no Scientologist. I'll have to call the Mistbusters. Shut up. I'm just kidding. So, uh, the parents burn yellow, burn in hell a lot. That was pretty fun. And then, uh, they finally get up to the attic and they see lots and lots of, uh, dynamite strapped all over the place. And this is no good. Can't get out of the attic. No good. So back into the walls they go. They decide to tear a big hole in the wall and they let Prince in. So they're gonna let Prince, you know, find the younguns and Dad's gonna hunt them down and Put them down and probably go eat another, I don't know, vulture. They are good eating. I guess so. Big old buckshots. So, yet another one of my favorite scenes in the movie. I don't know, this may be better than the uh, the hot bath. They, uh, fool gets smart and somehow picks up this, like, 80-pound snarling dog and bondage dad inadvertently impales his own dog, which is pretty fun. Classic. 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 Toltor classic. And, uh, so yeah, it was fun. So dad declares full dead. Mom wants a body. Dad goes in, realizes it's Prince. He is not happy about any of this. So Prince died. No one cared. So then the kids, they finally do get back to the attic and they find a way out. Dad comes climbing up the attic, shoots, and at the last second, fool jumps out, slides into a pool for safety. Movie over. The end. Not! Ugh. <laughs> I couldn't help it. It's been sitting there for hours. It's just been begging to get out so we cut back to ghetto apartment where fool is talking to uncle grandfather and he explains that he's not pleased with this but he understands why he did it and they can pay the rent until the year 2000 which is what nine years from when the movie came out and he proclaims it enough to make his mom just fine this is when it gets fun uncle grandpa explains that mom and bondage dad well they're not parents at all they're brothers and sisters that make intercourse on each other. It's hot. Incest is the best? Yes. So, Fool decides that he's going to go back for Alice, and his sister comes out with her goddamn tarot cards again, and it's all bad. She's like, please don't go, but he goes anyway. A lot of tarot cards. Yeah. 
It is. It's a bunch of new oh, age mumbo jumbo. We should do that. What tarot? Cards? We should quit our jobs and open up a tarot card reading business. Yeah, judging from the dire straits their families in, it seems like a pretty profitable endeavor. Well, not for them, dumbass. They're made up people, like real folk. Oh, like real people. Real people. I want to be like that. Uh, what was her name? Madame Cleo, wasn't that it? On the TV back in the day. Don't you dim that body or follow him unhappy he had you in the first place. It's perfect, spot on. <laughs> you can rub some lotion on me elbows. I felt like I was there. So fool calls the cops. So the cops are on the way, and fool gets in, and a whole bunch of crazy shit happens. And he gets caught, so of course he's back on the run again, running through the walls and heating ducts and basements and all that. And poor Alice gets shackled up in the basement. Alice in chains. I made the joke earlier, but Chris is like, that's a thing that you said, so I don't like it. True. And, uh, so yeah, Dad checks in on Alice. Fool hides. Says something about cutting off his balls, I think. Uh, Fool explains that they are a bunch of rotten baby snatchers. Yeah. Because that's what they are. They would kidnap kids, and when they were bad, they would cut off the bad parts and put them under the house. So they uh, they make their way back through the chimney, up to the roof. And that looked pretty precarious, walking across that roof. I don't think they were doing that without wires. 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 There's a whole bunch of uh, feuding and a fussing, and they hear him up top, and Dad decides to start shooting up the chimney. Well, Fool waits for just that right moment and hurls a brick. Well, drops a brick. Drops a brick. And that shit's got to fucking hurt. I thought, I would think that would kill you. This... Let's, let's, let's do some math. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you think your regular house brick weighs? Uh, let's, let's call it two pounds. A red brick. You know two, what I mean? Like two a pounds. red brick, brick, brick. Maybe three. Two sounds good. I'm not a stonemason, so I'm not so, sure. So, I am. So, we're dropping it through a chimney, so that chimney's going to probably add five foot. We got an attic. That's ten foot. And we got... Two stories of house, I believe, to where it has to go. So that is 35 feet. This brick falls. That thing has got to pick up some speed. I'm pretty sure that if it didn't kill him, he would rather be dead. It's uh, 10 meters per second per second. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's velocity of an object that falls in near scrap. Yeah, but I'm talking in feet here. I'm just saying, that's the formula. Why don't you go back to the European goddamn Union with your meters shit? I can't help it. Because we ain't talking in meters. Talking in meters. I'm just going, I'm striving for scientific accuracy in, in all this. But you're using the wrong measurements. No, you are, you American pig I dog. said, oh, well, where the fuck are you from? Norway. Lion ass. You're five foot nine, and you have, like, red hair. You're not from Norway. All Swedes are six foot two blondes. Jeez. So blank. Sorry, sorry my mom didn't, didn't find the love of a Norwegian <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. So Dad, obviously, is upset by this brick business and decides that he's not going to shoot no more. So Mom starts shooting up and full fucking jumps through the chimney somehow, even though I'm pretty sure a chimney isn't big enough for a portly black child to fit down, and crunches his ass right on the back of her skull. Comedy gold. So Fool and Alice, or yeah, Fool and Alice, I'm sorry, come through the chimney. And Mom snatches up Alice, and I don't remember exactly what happened, but I know that Alice fucked her mom up. And then in the midst of all this, there's a knock at the door. A lot of knocks at the door. What a twist. At times in this film. And it's the sister. And she is raising six kinds of hell. She's like, mm-hmm, where'd my money be at? Indeed. Well, what she actually said was, pardon me, miss. We are having financial difficulties. Could you please be more generous with your profitabilitizing? That's, that seems like that, she said. No, it doesn't. That's totally it. Direct quote. 
direct quote. Right. End quote. So, while the mom is talking to the sister, and she's clearly repulsed because she's a racist, Alice, uh, Alice knocks her ass out pretty hardcore. I forget what she hits her with, but knocks the fuck out of her. So, Fool's are hiding in the basement, and Fool gets in with the, uh, with the people into the house, and, uh, they're the good fellers. They're trying to help Fool out. Who knew? You know what that means? Trust every monster. Trust all the monsters. Because they're all good. Yeah, totally. Have you ever met a monster that did you wrong? No, can't say that I have. I was asking the listeners, but I mean, whatever. Go ahead and force a few your opinions on them. We I, don't want to keep you guys. I did. Chris wants to tell you how to think. That's what I'm here for. I'm just kidding. And while Fool's down here, he finds the, uh, the old money room. They have a couple cabillion dollars down there. They have a lot of fucking money. No blunderbusses because they're goddamn firearms. But they do have a lot of gold coins and money and whatnot. I just want to say for the record, just because they're guns doesn't mean I can't have them and balloons. But they're not money! I want to keep my period money safe with period weapons. I don't see what the problem is with Where do you go to get ammunition for a blunderbuss? I go to the hardware store and buy little steel balls of the appropriate dimensions. I go to... Home Depot on a fairly regular basis. They do not sell steel balls. Sure they do. You're just not looking in the right spot. Oh, I guess it would be that aisle marked blunderbuss ammunition. Yeah, it's over by the, like, uh... Blunderbusses. It's by the baby gates and those doorknob covers. So, uh... So we go on and, uh... We go back up to Mom and Alice. Mom has come through and she has a blade, son. She's got a big old kitchen knife and she's gonna fuck shit up. But... People under the house start coming through the house. They snatch mom and they kill her ass. She gets killed. Killed, killed, killed. Alice stabs her in the gut. Which I was hooray Alice. Yay. I didn't care that Roach died. I didn't care that Prince died. But I was glad and fucked that sister mom died. So dad hears fool. And fool pulls some straight up fucking MacGyver shit. That I don't think that kid could have thought up on his own. And wedges a bunch of... Where'd he get a lighter? Wedges a... He's black. He always has a lighter. Where... How did he figure out to put the coins into the candle? Well, Is that just that common knowledge? You thought of. Hmm? That was the first thing I thought of. I saw the candle up, bro. I was like, you put some gold coins in that shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Candle coins. Duh. Duh. So. So he blows up the house. Fool does, because that's the only reasonable thing to do. Dad finds him, and it's either blow up the house or probably get killed and also possibly, um sexed by bondage dad he's got that look in his eye probable sexed and like every other rap song it rains fool makes it rain with dollar dollar to bills y'all and they come out and everything's okay fool's good alice good feel like a million dollars yeah fool cops says cops don't show up and question where all this money came from nope. and take it or anything nope 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 so then the rap music kicks in. There's a block party. It is still literally being made to rain. And what's the last thing we see? We got the normies. We got the puts. The puts. The puts. The puts. And well, that's the people under the stairs house. It Chris, sure you're a is. bitch. Fair enough. Uh, thoughts? <sighs> it has been one of my favorites since childhood. It's not terrible. And it was it 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 was better ten years later. That's harder shit to find. Movies that you liked as a kid that you don't watch for a while and kind of like sneak out the back of your mind. And you come across it and you go, oh my god, this is fucking great. That's always good. But Chris is kicking his feet. So what do you think? Eh, eh, oh. Eh. It was alright. I mean, it was okay. It's not my favorite movie. It's oh, definitely it's worth a watch movie. if you've never seen it. Yeah. It was not a bad movie. 
Well, I think it's a great movie. Chris is like... It was a cool story. It was interesting. It just kind of... It drug sometimes. I disagree. I think it had a good pace. It just... You could have cut out probably 20 minutes of that movie. The only time there wasn't really much action was, though, when they were going through the house a couple of times. It's it's more fun but to you watch. Kind of have to you have to have them go through the house to get the environment and all that shit. I'd mean I'd say give it a watch if you've ever seen it. It it's worth your time. What do you give it a seven? <sighs> I give it no. I probably give it a six. A I gi- six. I give it a six. Implausible neck traumas. Ah, uh, I don't know what that means. Did you say neck trauma? Yeah. Damn. Implausible neck trauma. I was gonna give fathoms. There was. There was a couple of times where that guy should have been dead. Bondage Dad should not have survived so many no. shots to the dome piece with so many ceramic. No, he got based. hurt real bad. I mean, even if he even if he should have stayed alive, he sure as fuck shouldn't have been able to put a sentence together by the end of the movie or control his bowels or bladder. When I was a younger man, I knew a guy who got blasted with a toilet seat. Oh boy, from Bob Evans. Yeah. Uh, what? Oh, I don't remember his name, but we went to the bar with him once. And I'm just saying that dude was not in any shape to be chasing kids around his house. No, afterwards. hell no. For sure, that guy was in the kind of shape that only gets fixed by a hospital stay. Yeah, that's just. There are a lot of. I mean, it's a horror movie. There's bound to be inaccuracies, but yeah, Dad should have been dead halfway in the movie. It's not my favorite movie we've done so far. No, it's not my favorite we've done so far. It's it's high on the list of my overall... It's in my top 20 favorite horror movies, I would say. I just don't think it's aged well is the problem. I think it's aged better than most. You definitely can tell that Wes Craven does not know a whole lot about black people. Yeah, he does. He knows how to sell them in 1991. Well, yeah, maybe circa 1991. Right, but that's... that's... From a technical standpoint, the movie's fine. It's great. It being looks, 23 years old. It looks good. The effects are, are nice. Nothing super over the top. It's, a, it's, it's mostly just makeup and probably like some uh, some masks. I mean, Roach, fuck, he was a prosthetic ton and some goddamn rouge. I don't know. I don't know. Just upon rewatching, it just didn't it didn't stick with me very well. I liked it. But this is why we do a podcast. You see, what, what the trick is, I'm cool as shit, but Chris is... I don't like nothing. No, you don't man. like nothing. Ninety one is new to him. Ninety one is so two thousand seven. <laughs> it sure is. This is also, by the way, our first. Uh, well, tentatively going to be our first to be released to the public. We can be found on the Facebook and the Twitter. Slaughterhouse Princess on the Facebook. Slaughterhouse Princess on the Facebook. And I don't remember the Twitter. I would think, if you search Twitter for Slaughterhouse Princess, wouldn't it probably come up? Isn't Slaughterhouse Princess somewhere involved in the Twitter page so they know what it is? Yeah, it's Slaughter P-R-N-C-S-S, I believe. Yeah, probably. Just just Twitter and Slaughterhouse Princess. Like the shit out of us. If you know anybody that likes horror movies and podcasts, especially both, tell them to listen, because we're funny as shit. Or we mean well, at least. Yeah. Well, Chris does. I don't. I have nothing but poor intentions for all of you. You are contemptible at best. So I guess that uh, that about does it for this week. Next couple of weeks, we're doing a little something. I mean, we're four episodes deep. Might as well re-fucking-tool it now. No, we've, uh, Chris and I have had a long-standing, uh, we don't see eye-to-eye on remakes often. Every great once in a while, the only remake I can think of that you and I both agreed was better was uh, Amityville. Yes. I'm sorry, old school horror bus, but the James Brolin Amityville is fucking boring. 
Yeah, it's not great. It's 17 hours long. Nothing happens for the first 16 and a half. And Ryan Reynolds plays a hell of a sociopath. Who knew? It is a lot better. But overall, Chris and I, especially the uh, the biggest and most notorious amongst the circle is Halloween. Yeah. I think the Rob Zombie Halloweens are a fucking masterpiece. I like the old ones, don't get me wrong. If it wasn't for the old Texas Chainsaw, we wouldn't have half the fucking slasher movies we have today. And I think the Rob Zombie Halloween movie is a goddamn travesty and should never, ever, ever be mentioned in the same breath as the original Halloween. Ever. Not even for fun. Not even for a fucking farce. Just for fun. Call for help. Somebody call for help. So, when we do, uh, periodically, this week coming up is going to be the first one around. We're going to do our, our remake series, I guess is what we'll call them, that I've decided right now. We're going to, uh, we'll do the original, which Chris will host. Then we'll do the remake, which I will host, unless I turn all chicken shit. And then we will have a third episode where we argue about it. And the third episode is going to have a, I, I was about to say special guest, We'll, we'll just go with guest, because I don't want to get y'all's hopes up. My hopes are dashed. You already know the man. That's why they're dashed. That's why they're dashed. But yeah, so uh, three weeks from now, there's going to be a weird man on here. And that's about it, guys. So, listen to our shit!